It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hi there, dear listener. Lazlo here with a quick pre-roll message for you. Before we get started, I want to let you know there are all kinds of convenient ways for you to support my efforts to bring you all these podcast shows on Chinese history, Chinese sayings, and tea history. If you go to my website at teacup.media and click the support button at the top, you'll find a bunch of ways to show some appreciation. There's Patreon, where you can get early access to new episodes, exclusive content, and an invite to the Teacup Media Discord channel, and more. CHP Premium, it also has early access, exclusive episodes, and ad-free versions of the entire CHP back catalog. Plus, there's several other ways to donate to the show as well. Check the episode show notes for a link to that very page. And my deepest thanks for listening and supporting me and my humble efforts. Hi everyone, Laszlo here. Before we get started with today's episode, I'm excited to announce the launch of my new audio courses covering the history of Chinese philosophy. If you've ever been curious about Chinese philosophy and want to develop a comprehensive understanding or be able to explain to your family or colleagues the differences between Confucianism and Taoism or what's in the book of changes, one of the most widely published books in the world, these courses are for you. I cordially invite you to go to avid.fm slash Laszlo to take a look. I'll have this link in the show notes. My thanks to all of you, and I hope you'll enjoy these courses. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for returning. Laszlo Montgomery here with another Chinese saying. Today's Yu is going to be brief. I always like this one. A textbook Yu. Shou Zhu Dai Tu. Let's do the usual. See what these... Individual characters mean only four, as usual. Shou means to guard something or to keep watch. And the second character, Zhu, it means a tree trunk or a tree stump. Dai means to wait for. And a rabbit is called a tu. Guard, tree stump, wait, rabbit. Eh, this is one of those that might leave you stumped if you knew not the tale behind Shou Zhu Dai Tu. So let's tell the story. As I said, it's a quickie. This story first appeared in the great classic of legalist philosophy from the Warring States period, the Han Feidzi. And if you turn to the chapter entitled Wu Du, the Five Vermin, you'll find this one. And it goes like this. There was this farmer who tended a small field in his home state of Song. If you caught the CHP episode on Hunan history, you'll recall Song was located in present-day eastern Henan, western Shandong, with its capital where Shangqiu is today. Now, this farmer was out in his fields one day doing all the hard work that farming entails, 
and after a while he decided to sit down and take a break. He leaned back against this old tree stump and relaxed. And then out of nowhere he sees this rabbit sprinting at full speed, probably fleeing from some predator, and wouldn't you know it, he runs into the tree stump, full speed, and is killed instantly from the impact. And the farmer, wide-eyed and incredulous at what he just saw, he couldn't believe his good fortune. He was wondering, did this really happen? So he brought that rabbit back to his home and made a terrific stew that night. And as he enjoyed this most excellent dinner, he got to thinking, if this happened once, surely it'll happen again. And he began to get these notions that, well, why in the heck should he continue the life of subsistence farming as long as he gets his rabbit per day, that's all he needed, and no need to work so hard in the fields. So the next day, he got up and went straight to that tree stump and sat himself down and waited. His fellow villagers saw him sitting there and wondered, what the hell was he doing, not working his fields? But the farmer didn't mind them, and he sat where he was, remaining fully alert for the moment another rabbit ran into this tree stump and thereby providing him with another delectable meal. But after a few days, not one rabbit, not even any close calls. But he refused to give up and felt certain if he just was a little more patient, another rabbit would come along and crash into that tree stump, just like the one the previous week. So he waited long enough, whereby his fields began to look pretty barren. And without the hard work required to maintain them, his crops started to fail, and before long it became a wasteland. And word began to spread far and wide throughout the state of Song about this foolish farmer who guarded a tree stump waiting for a rabbit to crash into it. He, Shouju, guarded that tree stump, and then he, Dai Tu, waited for that rabbit. He waited for fortune to smile upon him like it had done once before and deliver another rabbit for his cooking pot. Like some people who sit around and wait for good luck to just fall in their lap. Money, a new job, a new love in their life. Well, maybe you receive some sign or something happen whereby you feel, hey, I'm due for a little change in my fortunes. Well, believing it happened once before, you feel certain it'll happen again. And the lesson taught here is that just because you believe you're due... And because you may have encountered some good luck previously, and you felt, well, why do I have to work so hard or leave my comfort zone to achieve what I want? Yeah, you convince yourself, it happened before, it'll happen again. And only after too much time slips away do you realize your folly of waiting to get what you want rather than working hard to get it. The context that Han Feizi used for this Chengyu in the chapter of his eponymous book, was with regard to one of the great issues of his day. What constituted a good ruler? You see, in his time, the Warring States period of the Eastern Zhou Dynasty, this was one of the main arguments. What traits made the best rulers for the people? And guys like Confucius and Mengzi and these other philosophers of the Ru school claimed that men of high virtue and righteousness were the most ideal candidates, and that those who emulated the great sage kings of yore, like Yao, Shun, and Yu the Great, they would make the best ruler for the people. But Han Fei, he thought this was all nonsense, and that these kinds of men, virtuous they may be, 
well, by using these ancient kings as their guide, would be useless in these warring states' days that were way more sophisticated than those of centuries past. Different times required a different kind of ruler, which was what legalism was all about. Han Fei used this example of the farmer and the rabbit to explain his point that waiting around for some virtuous man like Yao to come around and save the day was no different than this farmer in Song State waiting for that second rabbit to come crashing into that tree stump he was leaning against day after day. So if you find yourself acting like this farmer, believing fortune will smile on you because it happened once before, and you give up trying and working hard to achieve what you set out to accomplish, you're just plain old shouju dai tu. You're guarding a tree stump and waiting for a rabbit. That's not to say lightning won't strike twice, but it's better to be proactive sometimes rather than to passively wait for something to happen. Shouju dai tu. Don't do it. So that's that. I told you this one wouldn't run too long. Trust me when I say... There's a lot more where this came from. So do consider coming back for more. This is Laszlo Montgomery signing off from L.A., California, imploring you to consider coming back again next time for another good and decent Chengyu here at the Chinese Sayings Podcast.